Welcome to A Second Chance at Life. I'm your host, Arvilla Beckworth. Adversity can oftentimes feel isolating, especially if you're the strong friend like me. I created this podcast to be your accountability partner and strategist, giving you the tools to build and enjoy the life of your dreams. Each week, you hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies that you can apply to do life over again. So whether this is your second, third, or fourth chance, it's always a great time to start over and build better. Let's get to work. Welcome to another week of a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla Beckworth. If you are new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, thank you for coming back. What's up, everybody, and happy Monday. I bet you're wondering what's going on with the new intro. Well, when I started my podcast, it was about helping women turn their challenges into opportunities. Now, I want to make this podcast even better by building a community of women who not only heal from their past experiences, but have the tools that they need to build a life of their dreams. So be on the lookout for new and exciting things that are coming up, like a new private Facebook group, live Q&As, products, and much more. And I would love to host the in-person event, but the way COVID's been acting up, I may have to hold off on that for a bit. So now that you are caught up, let's get into this week's episode. What? is your love language. Now I know you've seen that they're starting to flood the TVs, stores, internet, and podcasts with Valentine's Day stuff. Whether you're single, married, or it's complicated, Valentine's Day could be a day that you love or it could be a day that you hate. I read a quote the other day that said, if you want to find the love of your life, Look in the mirror. A lot of people don't realize that loving yourself is the foundation for any relationship you enter into because you are showing people how you receive love. Loving yourself is also a way of taking care of yourself before you take care of others. I know we've always heard, especially if you've traveled, Put the mask on you first before you put it on other people. It's the same thing about self-love, self-care. You want to make sure that you are filled up, your tank is filled up before you can help others. Self-love is always going to look different for each of us. But the one thing that we all have in common, we all want to feel loved. In my journey of learning to love myself better, I could never figure out why it was so hard for me to show people how to love me. I was always either frustrated, mad, sad, because I thought the way that I love people is the same way that it came across to other people. So the way I show love, I'm thinking it's supposed to be shown the same way to me. We don't all love the same, and I know we all know that. 
But some of us require certain things to feel love, be love, or hear love. My way of hearing love is words of affirmation. Hearing kind words, encouraging, positive words makes me feel loved. While things like insults and negativity and not believing in me hurts my feelings, and I don't really do well with that. So when someone says something negative to me or they don't believe in me, I remember that. But when I get someone that believes in me and they tell me and they text me and they say it to me, that makes me flourish. The second one is called physical touch. Now this person, they need hugs, touching, and any type of physical sign of affection to feel love while feeling the lack of it can cause them to feel neglected. So if you're that type of person that loves to express your love by hugging and snuggling and cuddling and just some form of affection, that is how you hear love and that makes you feel love. But when you get someone that just kind of, especially in a relationship or even a child, if that person or that child doesn't feel that physical touch they could feel neglected even though you may be saying the right things and doing the right things that's how they receive love number three is quality time this is the person who feels the most love when people spend their time with them and give their full undivided attention which includes actively listening to them eye count eye contact and meaningful conversation. So they enjoy when their time is focused on one-on-one, spending time with somebody, and that makes them feel love. But when you're on your phone and you're not talking to them, you may be in the same room, even on the couch talking to them, but if you're more into your phone, what's on TV, that hurts their feeling because they really do want your undivided attention. They want to feel close with you. Number four, acts of service. This is the person who prefers action over words. Where myself, I love words of affirmation. Someone telling me that they love me is good for me. Well, the person that receives acts of service, they rather you show them than tell them. They are the ones that feel the most appreciated when others do things for them to show them love, like cooking dinner after a long day work or picking up after the kids when they're running behind. And they also like when you do things without them asking. So if you see someone that has a love language of active service and they're always cooking or always doing the chores or always doing stuff, and by you stepping in and not asking to do it, makes them feel good because that's how you are showing them that that how you love them I mean people don't think yeah me helping that person do chores is what's showing them like man I'm not doing this by myself I have the person to help me and when you don't help them or if you do something and you don't follow through that's what hurts them as well so if I tell that person hey I'll clean the kitchen later on and I don't Not only does the words hurt, but me not doing what I'm saying I was going to do also hurts as well. And last but not least is receiving gifts. This person feels love when they receive unexpected sentimental gifts, whether it's something that you made or a lavish trip. It's really the thought behind it is what they love the most. 
if you're someone that always goes by a, a coffee shop and you know that this person loves that coffee and you bring it to them each and every morning, that's how you show love to them. And that's a gift. Don't misconstrue that this is like receiving materialistic gifts. It's really just gifts from your heart given to that person. And that's how they feel love. But on the other side, they do get hurt when you forget certain occasions like birthdays, anniversaries, and other milestones. And it's not just not about giving or receiving a gift. It's just the thought behind it that counts. When you know what your love language is, it can help you communicate to others what's really important to you. If my husband knows that words of affirmation makes me feel love, there's no reason for him to buy me a new vacuum to show me that he loves me. Or if you're someone that loves to receive gifts, someone cleaning up the kitchen may not mean as much to you as receiving a gift or maybe you may even want the vacuum, I don't know. But either way, receiving the gift is going to mean a little bit different for you. Now, what I love about the love languages is that this also works for kids as well. If one of your kids does better in school when you tell them how proud you are, and another kid responds to receiving gifts when they've done a, well, a good job, you now know how to show them love and the way that they need it. Because I believe a lot of people get frustrated is when you don't understand how the person you love needs to receive love. You think the way that you receive it or the way you want it is the way the next person wants it as well. And whether if it's a friendship, relationship, marriage, or even work, when you can communicate to people how you feel and what makes you feel love, you are helping others understand your thoughts and behavior regarding love. A lot of our frustrations come from not keeping our self-love tank full and not knowing how to tell others how to love us. I know for me, when I know that I haven't loved myself properly, I start to feel a certain kind of way. I start to second guess myself. I start to feel like I'm unloved. And that's not because what other people make me feel. It's just because first, I have to be able to love myself first before others can love me as well. And I also learned that when you do love yourself and know how to love yourself or how to receive love, you now know how to teach people to, to treat you the same and love you the same. And that way you're not frustrated when a certain gift or a certain act of service doesn't come through if you haven't told that person or persons that's how you receive love. So if you ever get a chance, go online and find the five love languages and really dive into the book. Because not only did I learn something about myself, but then I also love, learned about the loved ones around me, the ones that mean the most to me, just learning that certain things mean certain, certain things mean certain things, certain things to other people, sorry, and how they receive love. And once you get on the same page on how that is going to benefit not only you but them as well, the communication is better. And you'll realize that once that person really knows you and how you love, you'll see how much the relationship will grow. I want to offer you guys a free download, 36 solo date night ideas that you can use to enjoy some me time. 
And what's so neat about it is actually broken down by the five languages of love. So I'll make sure that I include the link in the show notes. But if you need to know what your love language is, I will also include the link so you can take the quiz on how to figure out which love language. That when you come back to the download, you know which solo date to pick from. And actually, all 36 are good for all the love languages, but I did make sure I made it specifically for what you enjoy in your specific love language. So make sure you check it out. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and make sure you come back next week as I talk about how dating myself changed my life. Until next week, you guys have a great week.